This is the Alan and Carly podcast. Hello and welcome to the podcast Friday. Quick podcast intro is the goal. T-G-I-F-F. We, actually, we can't really be that quick with the podcast. We've got to wait around. It's 10 to 9, by the way. The show isn't technically even finished. We're just that eager to get out of here. But um, we, we can't finish. We've got to do the goodbye for the show. So, oh, yeah. So, <laughs> we're getting ahead of ourselves. Well, we kind of, kind of. The shackles the aren't off yet. Not just yet. Uh, Alpha Bucks, let's do that. But, okay, so your letter is M. M for Monday. Or Mike. Or Mike. Magic Mike. <laughs> I saw that movie this week. Yeah, how was it? Have any good dreams? You know what? It was quite nice. It was, it was very. Um, Thought provoking. Yes, provocative, <laughs> a little provocative at sure. times. Yep. Um, you don't see any slumber. I really think that any... there'll be a lot of papers written on it this year, you know? My question about male strippers as a whole is, do women want to see the wang? Like, is that like, are you, cause I know, you know what I mean? Because like, I know like the body's good and you're the butt and you're like, yeah, yeah. But this, is the wang itself Can I you're say, like... no. Okay. So weirdly, yeah. I like the Magic Mike movies. Yeah. I'll be honest. I yeah. do get into the little bit of objectification of men. Absolutely. Nothing wrong but, with that. But when it crosses into the physical world, look, I'm actually scared of male strippers. It's my greatest no, that's fear. That's fair. That's fair. Your so, greatest fear? Well, one of them. So I just... Producer Shelby, remember this. <laughs> I... June, Carly's birthday. <laughs> we are getting no, a stripper No, because it's in. been done on radio before because my co-host at the time, Shad, well, who actually we had on the well, show... Well, Shad can give me the number of a great he one. He found out about my fear. Don't do it. Because honestly, it was as terrible as I thought. And no shade to strippers. I know there's a market for you, but... I'm an awkward person as it is, so to add like a, a man on me, like you know, it's it's not great, and it's just I never know where to look. I have to, my body tenses up. I become like a little rock, like it's, the rock hard. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. No shade to male strippers. You do a great job. You service the community. They but, certainly do. You know, I'll I'll watch you from afar, but I don't want to interact. No. Well. And half the time at these, like, hen's nights, you're there with, like, you know, the bride's grandma, someone's gyrating yeah. in your face, and you're trying to ask her about how she's dealing after she's lost her husband. Oh, that's a weird conversation it's, to have at her hen's. I know, you know. Um, so, but to my point, when it comes to the stripping element of it all, even if you're from a distance, is it kind of like once, like, you know, they shirt off, you're like, oh, wow, six-pack, well, mm. that's great. You know, like, the pants come off, you're like, oh, wow, like, you know, mm. nice butt, whatever. And then and then it's like, oh, now I really can't wait to see that penis. Like, is Personally, it really? no yeah. for me, nah. because I just find it a very aggressive thing, you yeah. know. It, well, well, it's very... Not, not, not all of them. Um, <laughs> some of them being described as cute. Uh, <laughs> um, I, no, I, I really don't. To, nah. to me, honestly, it's the, the abs. Not to objectify yeah, no, men no, no. again, but there's something about, like, the abs. And, yeah, like, no. so for me, the biggest, like, draw card for Magic Mike was knowing that Channing Tatum's going to have his... Abs out. And, you know, I yeah. do appreciate a dad bod as well, no, so... No, you, this is fine. You don't have to but, keep defending yourself. Yeah. I, I don't know why. It's like, it's more about the abs than the actual... And that's the yeah. question I want to know. There you go. It's almost like We're guys can be too sexual and it's like, whoa. And I apologize for that because <laughs> every morning you come in here and you're just cutting through just this pure uh. sexual energy. Let us move on before we go to HR. What is um, Well, as we learned, the letter is M. For Magic Mike. Magic oh, which Mike? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I'm trying to find the hardest one. I, I think this Sounds like it's pretty hard over the there anyway. <laughs> Name starting with M, a plant. Magnolia? 
That's yes. A, is that a flower? That's a yeah. Flower. Or you could have had Monsteria, which... Oh, the expensive ones. The yeah, so I was going to say, you would know. Julie went through her phase. Are any of those plants alive? Did. did they survive the, yeah, yeah, the she, plant she, girl she phase? She honestly keeps them all alive. She's almost farming out the back So now. as much as you've said that your wife went through a phase of plants, she's yep. still gardening. So technically it wasn't a phase. It's... No, it's a phase because she's wanted to keep buying them every weekend. We'd go to another nursery and mm. buy more plants. But now she's like, what she's got, she just kind of tends to that, thank God. I'm genuinely emotional about the fact that my tree is dying. My indoor... No, no, it's a palm, not a tree. That's your first problem. (laughs) Don't try and plant a palm in your house. It won't work. You keep trying to build a tree house in it. (laughs) And you're like, oh, that's what's killing it. The tree house I keep trying to build the top of it. No, I'm really trying. The bananas. I tried the bananas. Jewel's mum has a mango tree at the back of her house. Mm. She gave us like 20 mangoes from it. And they're like legit good. The whole, when it's yeah, it's incredible. Anyway, that's a whole separate chat. We're going to keep this cl- close and quiet and tight, and well, that didn't work oh, out. Time to say goodbye. It is actually <laughs> enjoy the podcast. Alan and Carly. You might remember last year, Carly. I stopped the whole showdown to accuse to accuse someone on the show. Who were you accusing, by the way? I can't remember. I was very heated. I remember a lot of angry yelling and um, mm. and then me blacking out and then coming back. But You clearly got over it. You don't even remember who no, you were I'm, I'm still feeling the emotions of it, but I don't remember oh. anything else. I blacked out, but I'm back again. And uh, this time I am accusing my mother-in-law. Okay. Now, be careful here. I, 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 I She doesn't listen to the show. She's told me that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something a mother-in-law would say yeah. just to keep you in line. Yeah. Um, we actually have a great relationship with my mother-in-law. She's a little Thai... Lady, like she's in her seventies. Yeah. She is fitter than anyone I've ever met. I've caught her a couple of times where I've gone around her house to mow the lawn or something, and I see her on the roof. I'm like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> she's oh, like, that's "Oh, that's nice." You go around there and mow her lawn. Yeah, I just stuck that in to brag. Uh, but she occasionally will come around our place, and there's a couple of things that can happen. One is that if I'm not there, she'll like just pop in and out, and she'll leave like food in the fridge and stuff of like Thai food that she's cooked, like you know, fish cakes and like all the other goodness, curries and stuff. And I love that. No complaints. That's the best. Occasionally she'll do it, but because she has her own key, she'll do it when I'm at home. And By the I'm, way, who gave her that key? Julia. Of course. Of course. And uh, occasionally she'll do it while I'm at home and I'm like naked or in my underwear. And so all I hear is the door go, and I was like, Julia doesn't come through that door. And then I run and hide and lock Has myself she ever in a pantry. You? So anyway. Uh, oh my. <laughs> The thing I want to bring up, but this is, is why she doesn't listen to the show. Well, yeah, because she keeps visualizing me naked. Uh, <laughs> so, well, no. Uh, <laughs> I have a system when it comes to my washing, my laundry system. I have a number of clothes horses that I use, and I have a whole setup when I'm doing my washing. It's nerdy. It's it's a lot, but it's a system, and I like it. I came out the other day to start hanging the washing, and I was like, wait a second, what's happened to two of the clothes horses? They're gone. The things that I hang the clothes on, they, they're gone. We don't have a clothesline or anything because we've got a small house. And I was, I was like, that's weird. I, and one was a little rusty. And I was like, well, maybe Julia threw it out. I'm like, I don't see why because she doesn't really do the laundry. So it's kind of like my system. And then I went around her place, my mother-in-law's place the other day. She's using it to grow tomatoes on. Jacques! Are you sure on tomatoes? Um, okay. So she's broken into your house. Essentially. Stolen, let's, let's word it like that. Stolen yeah. from you. Yeah. And then flaunted it in your face. Exactly. And she's wow. turned it, what was a device to hang clothes on, into something that's growing life. So, <laughs> do you, what are you going to do? Well, I'll tell you yeah, I mean, there's six bucks at the reject shop. They so are. They are. But it's, you're buying a, you one. a principle. No, no, no. I'll tell you what I've done. Because going. what's next? You know, she's starting small. This is how thieves, you know, next thing, you were Nina Rhoda. 
whatever her name is, you know, stealing all. Win- Winona Ryder? Yeah, that's yep, it. Yep. Stealing thousands of dollars <laughs> okay. from Saks Fifth Avenue. Oh, She's going to steal your whole wardrobe. There's a, there's a chance of that, but I think I'm just going to demand that half the tomatoes are mine. Did you ask her about it? No, she wasn't there. So you, wait, no, you've broken into her house? Well, I have a key. I got that from jewellery as well, You're actually. You're as bad as each other. This is not right. There's something weird here. She left a curry in my you house the other day. You stole it back. Why didn't you take it back? No, there's already tomatoes all through it and stuff. Yeah, then you get some free tomatoes. No, but that'd be weird, right? It's interest for borrowing the clothes horse. Mm, I have a lot to think about. <laughs> I didn't really... Maybe just stay out of each other's houses. You Maybe s- knock like normal she people. She started it, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Hit Breakfast with Alan and Carly, and we're very excited to chat to our next guest. couple of shows coming up in WA. I'm Perth on Sunday, the 2nd of April, Astor Theatre, and Bunbury on the 3rd of April at Breck, which is going to be exciting. Say hello to our next guest. Up and up and up and down and down. What? Emma Mena joins us. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Now, we did confess to you before we started this chat that we were actually listening to a whole lot of your songs, and Carly and I have been singing and dancing along, and we are quite sweaty. Fair to say, Carly? Absolutely. And can I just say... Thank you, and you probably learnt this from your Wiggles days, on making the songs that parents can listen to as well without wanting to, I don't know, go insane after a while. <laughs> I think, you know, that's definitely, um, you know, the challenge. I guess it's a good challenge with children's content to make it uh, a co-viewing experience um, and co-listening, I guess, in terms of the music. But, I mean, you know, we, we tend to think of Bluey really leading the, yeah. the pack there with something that people just absolutely love watching, even if they don't have children. <laughs> that is true. That is a hell of a show. And uh, I don't have oh, kids yeah. and, and I enjoy it. Uh, I was chatting a little bit uh, off air with Carly because you now wear orange that I've noticed uh, for like all the PR and stuff. Was there like 17 meetings to figure out what colour you were going to go to after you left the Wiggles? Because <laughs> I imagine there would have been. Mostly the discussions really have been uh, with my husband, Ollie and I, as creating the character, mostly from my PhD research, which is mostly focused on dance and sign language on screen and what's engaging for a children's audience. So I guess personally, I just love peach colours and apricot colours and that's kind of where we started. But we realised that the terms peach and apricot weren't that useful or easy for children. Yeah, true. So we have uh, managed to do a, a sunrise palette, but with an orange dress and a pink shirt. That sounds like 17 meetings. <laughs> <laughs> It would hey, been, a PhD it, went into that. That's that, pretty cool. That is true. <laughs> it would have been funny if you went full goth, I reckon, after leaving the Wiggles. Imagine. Can you imagine? Now, Emma, you have spent years and years touring the world with the Wiggles. I can imagine it must be nice to actually come home again and, I guess, build a farm. Yeah, I mean, really living in this area, very, very close to nature, we have lots and lots of animals that are just free range and so across the road from us we have a wombat burrow and that wombat apparently has been here for very a very long time and everyone in our street has been here for over 30 years so ollie and i are the newbies but i have um kindly asked the neighbors if i could name this wombat waffles and it's now waffles the wombat (laughs) great name great name (laughs) well we've now included Waffles the Wombat in our show. I was oh, literally, I, I was, I was literally just one. trying to dig it up because I'm like, I'm like, I Actually, swear I saw that song. <laughs> I've seen Waffles on your social media as well. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And this is the song where Wombat Wednesday. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs>
<laughs> Everyone that's just singing it. this while they're driving to work on Wednesdays, looking up for yes, waffles. Yes, I think that's brilliant. Uh, I have a new life goal now. To hang yeah. out with wombats? Yes, or? to rescue wombats to wombat. live with the wombats. Well, well there is a very oh. intense wombat that lives at the uh, Bunbury Wildlife Park. Um, they, they, oh. Whenever they have to clean his enclosure and stuff, they all have to like bail out of well, there. He is super aggressive. Maybe, Emma, oh. you could be the key to cracking him. <laughs> oh, goodness. I mean, wombats are a strange animal where most people think they're quite placid. Yeah. But they're actually quite active and they run really fast. They, yeah. they can okay, catch you off guard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, look out for your ankles. Well, well, that's what yep. we're doing. Um, when Emma Member gets to Bunbury, we're just going to uh, feed her to the right. wombat. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, Emma. Thank hey, thanks you. so much for your time today, and we're Thank looking forward to seeing you. Thanks. Thank you. Today, a little bit naughty. It's, it's about a new product. The Kardashians are mm. pushing it upon us. Uh, Courtney in particular, Carly. Yeah, so Courtney Kardashian very much markets herself now as a wellness guru. Okay, sure. Um, Why not? One of many celebrity wellness gurus. Um, is, is that a popular thing? I didn't know. I, I don't been know. on Instagram in half a minute. I, <laughs> I think you can brand yourself as anything online these days. Um, but anyway, it's her latest product that's got a lot of people talking. So it was... I think it was actually late last year she launched a new product, a new um, company called Lemmy. Not to be confused with Lenny Kravitz. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she's definitely targeting American women with this one. So um, apart from a bunch of like teas and Mm -hmm. bath salts and all kind of wellness products, she has a range of vitamins under this brand as well. But it's the latest one everyone's talking about. It's uh, for your vaginal health. Yeah, which is interesting. Uh, supposedly, it makes it taste better. That's the still point. Now, <laughs> I feel like when I first read this, I thought, oh, funny, Kardashian's just trying to make a quick buck here. Mm. But then when you delve a little deeper into it, it's kind of gross. Like, people from the medical professionals, gynecologists in particular, have had to come out and say, hey, yep. probably don't buy this product, probably don't try this product. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, look, I get that they love the whole value of, oh, we're doing something to make your vagina better, but it's also a little bit, they're getting in that gross space of like, is it harmful? Yeah, well, because like, I mean, as, as the man here in this conversation, I don't know why I'm bringing it up to the table, but here we go. <laughs> the, the pH level in that situation yeah, like it can, can change drastically. Exactly and right. I've got a feeling that this Kardashian, and I allegedly, because I do not want to be sued by them, is selling a whole lot of thrush. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, the thing is, Courtney already made a vagina candle last year. Oh, so, her as well. I thought I did. Yeah, oh. no, she teamed up with Gwyneth Paltrow. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I always want romantic dinner by vagina candlelight. <laughs> Oh, I feel like smell? you know you've ticked that box in more ways yeah, yeah, than absolutely. one. You know, did you need to follow it up with a vitamin or that does swap, nothing? Swap the T for an L when it comes to ticking that box, and uh, <laughs> that's where the inspiration came from the last uh, product. I'm curious where the guys can get one. You know what I mean? Like get like a version yeah. where, where theirs kind of like would. Well, taste she, better. her, and Travis Barker love to do a collaboration. So yeah, okay. I don't know if I'd. Want something marketed to smell like Travis Barker's privates? I've seen a lot of his gigs. Yeah, no, I Very don't. Sweaty. Absolutely not. No, mm. absolutely, absolutely. Get the real not. rock and roll smell. Yeah, leather pants. Ooh, like an easy bake oven. Yeah, <laughs> but moist. <laughs>
Alan, there's a guy who's gone viral on TikTok because what he's done is he he works the drive-thru um, okay. in a fast food restaurant. You're, you're right. He should be a star. <laughs> Absolutely. He's doing God's work. And what he's you done is... You can't see it, but I'm standing saluting right now. He's actually listed his pet peeves from working in drive-thru. Now, I've actually added on some extra points because I worked uh, in drive-thru for three years. Mm-hmm. And, and geez, don't we know about it? <laughs> God, every Some day. of the things you see, it is the hardest I've ever worked in my life, by the way. It is people that work in fast food restaurants, it is you are on your feet. Well, you don't a, even lean because you're cleaning. As a sandwich artist, um, <laughs> yes, I uh, 100% agree. Like that when you, it's lunch rush, you are busy for yeah. two hours. Like you are on your feet. Absolutely. I get it. I don't get the drive through element so much. Never really did that with Subway. That was a big day when I got put on drive through because that's the best place to be. Like, that means you're on the ball. You can get orders fast. Oh, you can not help. the ones I've experienced sometimes, <laughs> but sure. Can I talk to um, order? Anyway, when I got my promotion to drive through I noticed a few interesting things. So I'm going to list his points, which I kind of agree. Okay. Um, his was not having payment ready. I hate that. Yeah, I have a card Annoying. ready to go. I am ready to exactly go. Exactly right. There yeah. is an order and a flow to yeah, this. Let's do it. I have my card um, half hanging out the window right before I even roll up. I'm like, let's do it, baby. And occasionally I do drop it, and then that's awkward when I have to get out of my car between the gap. But anyway, move on. <laughs> Asking toddlers what they want to eat. No, 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 no. Yeah. No. Guys, this no. is a democracy. Absolutely. No, no. Actually, it's not a democracy. It's a dictatorship. If you're a parent, you tell them what they want. Exactly. Um, complaining about your food after eating most of it. Yeah, I no. noticed a lot of cheekiness with this. Uh, the thing I used to get the most in drive through was, oh, you know, you didn't put my 17 cheeseburgers in when I'd counted them and known and they'd come back around. But back in the day, you just were told not to question well, it. The it. customer's you, that, always that's right. That's why they do it. So I can remember giving them 17 more cheeseburgers. Yeah, yeah. Um, and basically just letting, this is for more in the restaurant, letting your children run around the restaurant. That was... Um, what well, does the restaurant? McDonald's is asking the, for it with the, the pro- play, with the playground. The problem is, nine times out of ten, you would see a kid down a thick shake, then run around the restaurant, and you're like, this is not going to end well for me. I'm going to end up with a mop and a bucket. <laughs> for you? How about him? Poor little kid. <laughs> Where's Marty the robot when you need him? Absolutely. Um, but Good anyway, so back. here are some things that I wanted to add on to that list. And this has actually happened to me when I was working drive through more times than one. Okay. Handing me rubbish from your car to put in the bin. That's gross. Don't do that. People would actually do that. Be like, oh, can you just pop this in the bin for me? I only do it with cigarettes. <laughs> Changing take care of that your, one, kids. This used to drive me wild when people, so you have your order, you take the order, and then when you go to pay, right, you've closed yeah. it off. Yeah, you're yeah. just, all you're oh, there to take payment. Yeah. Oh, by the way, can I add 15 cheeseburgers? And with the McChicken, can Why I change out the chicken to... F- so many cheeseburgers <laughs> through your drive-thru? Very popular at the McDonald's yeah, I worked a deal at. going on? <laughs> <laughs> what, so many cheeseburger orders. I hate, it used to drive me wild. And I don't mind, you know, if it's just, oh, can you take off this? Fine, easy, that's one button. Yep. But it's when they basically make a whole new order. When you're yeah. ready to take payment, there's cars backed up. Logistically, I am right guilty. Then. I have done the, like, an, at a um, coffee or something, because I'm being like, but, but I'm nice yeah. about it. This one used to give me so much anxiety, uh, is when people had their music up really loud and they wouldn't turn it down. And it's like when you're trying to take their order and you can hear it coming through the speaker, there were times when I'd be like, oh, sorry, can't hear you. And rather than them catching on to the fact that they need to turn the music down... They would just start screaming at you, and it was just not great. Yeah, and, well, that's um, how I used to be. I'd just roll up and just be like, Excuse <laughs> me, can I get 17 cheeseburgers, please? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> yeah, right. right. Well, we're, we're learning. I'm writing that down. Um, and this final one used to happen all the time. Not so much anymore, but if you want to clean up, 
You didn't like the amount of times people would go to hand you money and they wouldn't be holding on to the money and the money would fall down between the window <laughs> and the drive through and they would just drive off and expect you to go collect it. Oh, like as payment, they as would payment, just, if it dropped down, like it was always so awkward. And yeah. you could see, I'm like, this person doesn't look like they've got a good grip on that two dollar coin no. here. Yeah, they might. And, and also, if I can flip it back to the people serving, when you're handing me oh, the cash, oh, why back, is this on me? I didn't realise I was getting a performance put the coins review on top of the notes, like it's a little slidey top, and then I get it, and then it does slide off on the ground. You I know didn't realise I was under performance review here. Well, no, you maybe turn are. your music down and then we'll talk. I don't think so, mate. Sorry, actually, I can't even hear you. Hit breakfast with Alan and Carly and Australian Idol. Geez, they've been kind of narrowing it down, getting all these finalists through to the top 50. And to help them with that special effort is their next guest judge. You may know her from this. Good morning. Good morning to you both. How are you doing? Yeah, doing well. Jeez, love those songs. Love it. Uh, absolutely <laughs> oh, love it. thank I, you. I was kind of dancing around just then. I saw Carly <laughs> dancing as well. We're a little out of breath, not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's all good. All good. Back to Australian Idol. This is great. Yeah. It was really nice. It, it felt really comfortable to go back, you know, and of course I'm sitting next to Kyle, so that was easy for me. And then <laughs> I, I, well, I, and I know Amy and I've met. Harry, when, when I was doing Australian Idol, he came out as a guest judge some time ago. So it was nice, you know, and, and, and all the kids were great and they were enthusiastic and, you know, a little bit of drama here and there, but it was good. <laughs> Marsha, i got to tell you, one thing I'm loving about Australian Idol is the fact that it is kind of inciting a lot of nostalgia in us because it was the glory days when you were on the panel. Did they yes. not ask you to actually be on the panel full time? Because I would have thought they would have really played no, into no, that. No, no, I wasn't. I wasn't asked, you know, so... The only um, long-standing um, judge was Kyle. So, yeah. but I mean, I was really kind of knocked out that they asked me to come on for the wild card because that's really hard. That's that's really hard to sort of try and pin down who do you think this gonna should get through and who's gonna get through and and who's promising. So, you know, that was a really nice process to be a part of. And you and Kyle, friendly relationship. Yeah. Well, because yeah, you like and the, Harry have like, had some issues, haven't they? Um, some, from what I can gather, but, you know, personally, I wasn't there long enough to see what was going on. So, you know, I was only there f- for three days, four shows, and it was really hard. Was it a little you bit know, tense so. on set? You just a little bit like, oh, I don't know what's going on over here. I better just do my job. <laughs> oh, no, no. I'm totally oblivious because I'm doing my gig. <laughs> <laughs> You're a better woman than me, Marsha. I would have oh, been going, cool. oh, what's going on here? Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. I wasn't there long enough, girlfriend. But if I was there long enough, I would have hey, what's going on? But, yeah. I was just doing my gig. Now, Marsha, you have had such an iconic career so far, and it's definitely far from over. But we were just going through your Wikipedia page, and um, I don't know the last time you checked on it, but essentially people can write anything on there. There are a few points on there that I wanted to ask you about to see whether or not someone has added this in. True or false. Yeah, true true or false. 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 Okay, cool. Okay, so the first one, is it true that former US Secretary of State Colin Powell is your cousin? Is, and so is Grace Jones, yes. Wow. Carly nearly fell off and said it legitimately you nearly fell off. related to Grace Jones? Yeah. I mean, it explains a lot. The talent runs in the family. Well, there you go, yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. Aren't they making a movie on her life, actually? 
Uh, they, they'd be mad not to. She's wow. pretty unusual. She's a pretty unusual human. I, I think she's really cool. So, did you have a lot to do with Grace? Then? No, no, no. I've got a cousin that lives in Washington, and she's totally into that family tree thing. Yeah. I am not. And then I was. <laughs> I, I remember going. I remember going and visiting her, um, visiting Donna, and she was saying, "Oh, this is your cousin." I went, "Oh, really? Yeah." And this is your cousin, and they were both. It was Colin, and it was um. Grace. And wow. I mean, I'm, I'm knocked out. you got to love famous people in your family. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. My, my most famous yeah. person I have in my family is uh, someone that died in the Titanic. But you know what? I'm <laughs> oh, taking it. There you go. I'm taking it. I'm taking it. <laughs> hey, is this true, uh, Marsha, that you actually attended the Woodstock Festival? Yes, I did. What? It was me. I was there. Were wow. you like two years old? No. <laughs> no, I think I was about 15. 15 or 14? Wow. 15. But the thing is, you know, the thing about Woodstock, nobody knew it was going to be what it turned out to no. be. It was just this huge concert in upstate New York. And um, I remember really wanting to go. And I said to my mom, I'd really like to go to see this this concert. And she said, not on your life. Anyway, <laughs> so I was the babysitter for a lady in our neighborhood. And she had a little girl called Honore. And she wanted to go. So she um, spoke to my mom and said, um, I'd like to go up. Do you mind if, if Masha came as a babysitter, you know, babysit honorary? My mother said, oh, by all means. Anyway, to make a long story short, we got there. Honorary hated it. And the <laughs> lady that I was babysitting for and her child left. I said, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. I tell my mother I'll be home when I get home. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's so yeah. cool. That's yeah. so good. Yeah, these are mind-blowing. Wow. My mind is literally blown. Uh, well, Marsha Hines, we look forward to seeing you as the guest judge on Australian Idol Sunday. Thank you guys so much for your time. I appreciate it. That was the Alan and Carly podcast. 